0: Chub Step Jay Rabb. creating
1: Cowan. Rating all eggs, Duncan Steve Chub Step.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle.
1: I accidentally mixed up Fire Chief Dan's phone with mine. They're similar shapes, and my hand was in his jacket pocket. You stole his phone? He was throwing us out. Gus, I plead the third. The Third Amendment is no soldier can live in the house against your will. You mean the Fifth. I've heard it both ways. How do I reach these gates?
0: Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started.
1: Let's get right into it. Did Nancy Pelosi step out of line in 2009?
0: <laughs> wow, that is the hottest start we ever had in Chubstep, Steve. I like it.
1: We've been going too slow. I wanted to get you. Wow.
0: Just boom, get
1: the get it going.
0: Steve, I have no idea what you're referring to.
1: Uh, What? You nancy said, pelosi in 2009 yeah uh, she was the time person of the year <laughs> wait was she i have no idea i don't know i just googled nancy pelosi 2009 uh no no but she was uh in the running
0: i guess do you think she went too far d- yeah uh, we'll leave that to the listeners did she go too far please respond Okay, moving on.
1: Because Ben Bernanke was the actual... Ben Bernanke, yeah. Do you know him? Is he a guy?
0: Yeah, is he the chairman of the uh, Federal Reserve?
1: I have no idea. I don't care. If he keeps sending me stimulus checks, I won't have to find out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's true.
0: That's true. That's spot on how that works. So, let's, let's... Let's get into some good stuff. We'll cool it down. Everybody's a little bit on edge. I can tell right now. You know? Yeah. Sorry. 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 That's all right. That's all right. That's a. That's, you know. People get. We got to switch emotions. Switch uh, emotional tracks here. So, Steed, uh, what's been going on with you? Anything you want to get to here?
1: Um. Well, me and you had a bro grill, and we. Uh, I'm a. You know, I'm a big. I, some would say, I suffer from alcoholism, but I don't think so. Okay. Uh. So I drink a lot, and we tried a drink I have never had. You've never had sake plus OJ. Uh,
0: yes, um, to be fair, I said I had had that before, um, but it had been a long time because my grandma. The first time I ever had sake was with orange juice. With okay, my let's for grandma. this
1: segment, Jared. Let's just pretend. Oh. You've never had it before. No, I've never I've had, had it before, but yeah, no, I mean, oh, I... yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, oh man, that was so crazy. Saki, D-
0: do you think we
1: could market that as the new mainstream, uh, like frat boy drink?
0: That's interesting. I, I to me, it, it tastes as good as any mixed drink out there. Would you agree? Like, I mean, I, I thought, especially summertime, orange juice and sake, yeah. I think it's better. I, than... I would
1: definitely agree. It was refreshing. Yeah. It was light. Uh, so the sake, when you mix it with OJ like that, it's not actually that strong. Yeah. Uh, so that's perfect for frat boys because you know they can't handle it. That's true. They're little. They're little boys. Yes. The reason they're called boys. So we give them that drink. Market it. It's huge. And then we're rich. The money truck, baby.
0: We do have some connections in the drink world, Steve. So maybe we got to talk to our friend, Hollywood Joe. Oh,
1: yeah. So it's not like marketed. There was one bottle that we had to search for a while to find of the sake. Yes. And it costs like seven bucks. So it's also cheap. It's cheap. Uh, you can drink a lot without actually being dangerously drunk. So yep. it's
0: safer. Yep. Uh, I, th-
1: I think this is perfect.
0: And, yeah, I I would agree. And it's it's different and it's tasty. It's got all the things you want in a mixed drink. I would say underrated. Maybe the mixed drink of the summer. Oh,
1: mixed drink of the summer.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next, maybe 4th of
1: July I'll bust it out.
0: Oh, good idea.
1: What are you guys drinking? And I'm like, here, try this. Oh, what is that? It's a Japanese drink. On the Fourth of July. There you go. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Official chubstep mixed drink of the summer: sake and orange juice. Try it out. Boom. Okay.
1: Don't double click that iPhone headphone and
0: skip this podcast because we'll be right back with more chubstep. We've had a ton of these emails, and I've been waiting. Like each time, we keep getting pushed back. Little people on, and like little Stevie's like, "Do not do emails. Do not do emails. Your brother. Do not do emails. Do yeah. not do emails. My brother." Do not do emails. So this week, we're mm-hmm. actually going to do some emails. So I want to get to these because these have been way too long. We've had some of these.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. The first one here. Well, we've got a lot here. So we'll, we'll mix up how we how we go about this. Okay. Uh, first one from Chubstep Nava. Hey yo, He said, and don't forget, you can email the show chubstep.podcast. At gmail.com. All right. COVID-23 is what he called this. What are some common words and or phrases that annoy you? These are some of the ones that I hate. Read the room. It's just stupid. No one should say it. Respectively. The way to use that word is when something is being described in order. Uh, It is redundant to read articles when they describe movies in the numerical order and then throw in respectively at the end. That's so you. More often than not, the person does not even know me. (laughs) Uh, Pet peeve. It sounds so childish. Saying it as an adult is a red flag. The only pass is if you have children or you're a teacher. That's the only time he allows pet peeve. All right, teachers, I can see saying that. So what are some phrases that annoy you?
1: I hate the uh, living the dream.
0: Living the dream, brother.
1: How you doing, buddy? Live and live in the dream. And, oh, so you don't want to talk to me like at all? You just say live in the dream. Fuck you, fuck you, guy. I was
0: greeting. By the way, most of my dreams are nightmares, idiot.
1: Yeah, I had I had a horrible dream. I was getting stabbed <laughs> last night. Just getting stabbed in my stomach. <laughs> you think that's fun for me? That oh, you're living that dream. You're yeah. about to, pal.
0: Yeah, that's a free excuse to stab somebody. If they say living the dream and you had a dream the night before that you were getting stabbed, you can stab them. Now you're living my dream. Welcome to hell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Just freak out and go nuts. I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. Somebody says that to me. Living the dream i will be like,
0: you know. Yeah, to answer and, why Tom Cruise is in my bedroom. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dreams are weird. I mean, how many exactly? The, the, that that phrase is a bad phrase only because how many dreams are like, uh, <laughs> like oh, I've got this awesome life. I've got this awesome house, awesome cars, awesome, you know, uh, significant other. I've got this like. Usually, dreams are weird. It's like, I don't know what was going on. For some reason, this person was there, and I haven't thought about that person in years. I died, or I saw somebody die, or I was in some, I woke up stressed out. Most dreams are not like super happy dreams. I was getting chased by something.
1: I actually had a dream where I died one time, like fully died. Yeah. Which you're supposed to not be able to do, but I managed it. I was in uh, Miami, still remember this. And a tornado came through. I was in a high-rise building. Building tips completely over, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm in the building. Yes. This is bad. Building hits the ground. I died. And then
0: a big game over screen came up. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" I think that just actually happened in Miami, Steve. I know. I know. Oh, dude, I'm a psychic. Yeah, living the dream. Oh God,
1: no! But that's what I, other I, dreams have I had? One time I had a dream with Nicki Minaj too. Um, what? Yeah. Oh man, I
0: have loved Nicki
1: Minaj ever since that dream. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> and uh, you know, there's like wet dreams, and so as I'm as just living the dream, I'm like, okay, that's a little dirty. Like, yeah.
1: Oh, you're you're ejaculating right now <laughs> without even any stimulation, weirdo.
0: <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. T-M-I. T-M-I, Bozo. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with living the dream. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will never say that again, just purely based on that. I had not thought of that. I always hate the saying, peace of mind. I've talked about it on the show before. For some reason, I just really hate peace of mind. Like, peace of my mind, or? Well, when people say it, it I think they're P-E-A-C-E. Peace of mind. Yeah. Like, your mind is at peace. And you think of it as peace of mind. Well, That's one thing. But also, you, that's just not how the English language just doesn't phrase things that way. There's no other way. Like, that's just not a phrasing of how you normally put words in order. I, I just don't. To me, it stresses me out when you say that. It's You're not putting me at peace. You're stressing me out. I, and it's always, for some reason, it's always about logistics. It's always about, like, uh, like shipping companies tell you about peace oh, of mind. yeah. Like, you do have peace of mind. I'm like, it's a common thing with UPS and FedEx to use that term, and I'm over
1: it. Like, I, ain't, I ain't worried. I ain't worried about this.
0: Yeah. And guess what? You guys mess up my stuff all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I got no peace of mind. I'm constantly checking the tracking number, yeah, and then exactly. you don't deliver it anyway because I don't <laughs> exactly. have a sidewalk because city of Batavia ripped it up again.
0: Exactly. Because somebody stole my package because you didn't ring the buzzer when you dropped off the package. Yeah. Thank you, I feel I'm so at peace. <laughs> peace, I'm so. That yeah, those were those are good questions, Amba. Thank you for that. Let's go to the next email here. This one is from Chub Daddy. It is called Cancel Culture. He says a university is removing the word freshman. Is this too controversial? Where will it stop? Chub Daddy says this is from Penn State. Uh, the article says. Penn State to remove binary terms like freshman from course descriptions, um, and it says yeah. below including the words freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. So I think they'll use like first year, second year, third year, fourth year.
1: Look, this isn't Harry Potter, okay? All my all my Potter heads get that reference because they're called like first year, is second, but that's only because there's seven years, and it would you you can't go past senior. It would just be too confusing. Yeah. What? Like, what? What? Freshman? What? I don't even think of it as freshman anymore. I just shorten it to, like, freshman.
0: Yeah. Well, There's
1: been girl freshmen in every school. What are you? You're implying that I was calling every female ever before this a dude? I was misgendering them? That's you know what I'm suing Penn State for claiming that I was misgendering people. So
0: my my rationale, my response to this would be both man and woman contain the word man in it. So when you're using the term freshman, oh, it doesn't necessarily re- like that. That's the end of both of those two words. So that could easily as that could be a female freshman as well. It could be a male freshman. To me, that is that is non-binary because it. It is covering both those you know things. Jay, you should write him a letter. Was that not a bad argument? I mean, I think that's a reasonable explanation. That's, a, that.
1: really that's it, a really
0: good point. That's a really good point. The other thing about it is, like, freshmen, fr- like yelling something. It's not as fun to like yell like when an upperclassman, upperclass person, uh, yells at, you know, people that are freshmen. It is not fun to say, like, oh, stupid first year. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Like, you know, Damn stupid freshman years. or, like, there's that song, right? Freshmen, freshman, do something crazy. Do something crazy. Oh,
1: yeah. That was a big song.
0: Yeah. Um, Imagine that song would be irrelevant. 10 years ago. Cancel that song. We know people know what we're talking about, but anyway, you can't do that. Song is not. We don't want to make that song relevant. Have I listened to that song in the last ten years? No, but that's going to make that song irrelevant. Oh no! no. What
1: year would I be? Because I famously never finished college. So am I just like a fifteenth year coming back? <laughs> <laughs> this is BS.
0: Yeah, and do you do you say like? I always like the term a super senior. And if you get rid of, like, you can't say a super fourth year. You would just go to fifth year would make the most sense. But then somebody's not super. And now...
1: That just sounds like he's getting a master's degree.
0: Well, it just sounds like you're a loser. All of a sudden, now you're taking the extra year to get it done instead of being super. That's, I mean, yeah, that's...
1: It's good. All I know, nobody go to Penn State. (laughs) man yeah. or woman
0: that's or in between I I just think it, to me that's that's it's not a great argument I don't think it actually is a, a you know a male driven thing but I you know they can do what they want anyway yeah next next question here uh, let's go to Rosalie had a question Rosalie has been on the show before she says she's our spiritual guide she's our spiritual guide she said that she was listening to something on Barstool, one of their podcasts, and she said they were doing something about their favorite Nick Cage movies. So she wanted she wanted to hear our thoughts on favorite Nick Cage movies. I was curious to hear one of your well, some of your favorites. Let's go, let's go, top three Nick Cage movies, dude.
1: I mean, number one, uh, Face Off, starring Nick Cage and uh, what's that other John Travolta.
0: Yes. Have you seen that one? You know what? What's crazy? I have not seen that. I know. So I listened to an episode of The Real Boys, uh, which was Mike James' old podcast, and they did a whole review. Like, I think the I think the review of the movie was actually longer than the movie itself. So I'm I it, know everything that happened in that movie, but I have never seen it.
1: It is the most ridiculous movie I've <laughs> ever seen. Like, I am shocked. It was, it like, made. I mean. You could have made it. I think they actually made a remake recently. Really? Or were doing one. Like, you could make that movie. Yeah. And make it okay. But the way they did it is just so bad. Like, every single scene is just horrible. Nick Cage says the best, some of the best lines in the history of movies in the opening, like, two minutes.
0: I definitely want to check it. Let me it out. see if
1: I can remember this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in this movie, so Nick Cage says in the op- the opening scene, pretty much. Yeah. He's on a plane with a girl, and he just goes. Uh, I'm just gonna jump right into it, Nick Cage. Full Nick Cage voice. You know I can uh, eat a peach for hours. If I were to send you flowers, where would I, uh, no, wait, let me rephrase. If I were to let you suck on my tongue, would you be grateful? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so he says those,
0: that was bad Nick Cage. That was spot on. Says... I thought that was Nick Cage.
1: <laughs> he says those words and then just sticks his tongue out <laughs> like all the way. Oh He's my got God. a long tongue. And this girl just, like, sucks on his tongue. It's nuts. <laughs> it's crazy. and They, like, cut his face off and then cut... It's like, oh, they keep cutting each other's faces off and putting their faces on each other's faces. It's so funny. It's it's the best movie. That's my number one. Obviously, National Treasure is number two. I have, uh, Con Air is number three.
0: Okay, you, we have a very similar list. I'm going... For me, I'm going Con Air one. I am going uh, National Treasure two, and I'm going Gone in sixty seconds three.
1: Oh, that was a good one too.
0: Yeah, those are top three, and I all those movies I think are very good movies. I really enjoy those. Yeah, they're good. Some some are a little ridiculous, but I think overall I enjoy them. So, uh, thank you, Rosalie. Uh, send us your favorites if you've got a different uh, thought on those people. Uh, some of your if we miss some good ones. Let's get to, oh, there's a something, oh, we had a follow-up from Amy, Uh, my fiance, she wanted to talk about the, what happened at Whole Foods. What's her Chubstep name, though? It just says A. Chubstep A. No, it just says A, it just says A for Amy. Uh, She said, that's enough Whole Foods. So this is following up on Pat's thing. Pat, you'll have to listen to this and give us your thoughts if you have any. But I had talked about, last week, Pat had talked about a disgusting thing that happened at Whole Foods, that there was like a mouse that they saw running around or something like that, right? He was there, there was some rat or mouse. And then I said, oh, I think my fiance walked in on a homeless guy, like eating just directly from the salad bar in the Whole Whole (laughs) Foods, and she never ate there again. She used to get their lunch there all the time. So she wanted to give some details, she said. Uh, my uh, Hello, my dearest Jared. I wanted to add some color to the story of the homeless man helping himself to some whole food salad bar. He was technically eating with his hands, but if we were getting specific, he was holding a hard-boiled egg in one hand and in the other <laughs> hand he was pouring a caraf of Caesar dressing onto the egg and, sub- and subsequently onto the floor and all over the hand holding the egg. <laughs> I've never eaten there since, and I am sad to say this is not the first restaurant or any place to which I will never return. If you like more stories of restaurants making me puke or almost puke, I'm happy to share. Love always, A. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, uh, first note. So...
1: It's a car- it's a carafe, not a carafe.
0: Thank you. I wasn't sure what that word was. It's a it's a French
1: term. Uh, it's essentially a dish used
0: to serve uh liquid in. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well uh so anyway this is actually uh, worse the, than God, this the, is worse than what the egg i had said. got me
1: the egg so, in the hand got me
0: so i was saying he was using like a fork to eat stuff out of the thing he was actually just using his hands and pouring the just like mixing the salad in, the, <laughs> in it right there so i guess if you don't have a plate you just start eating it out of the thing and pouring the the caesar dressing right on there
1: yeah while so, holding an egg eggs are funny
0: but yes, Amy, send us some know. more uh, foods that uh, some places you will not eat anymore because of food situations. That's always good. Okay. Let's go to another email from Nava here. Yeah, I turn left sometimes. That's the subject line here. Is it me or do some artists sound exactly the same? For the longest time, I thought Sia sang the songs Scars to Your Beautiful, Alyssa Cara, Wild Things, Elise, oh, Alicia Cara, Wild Things, Alicia Cara, Rather Be, Clean Bandit featuring Jesse Glynn. Help me, Chubstep. Help me figure out if I've lost my musical hearing.
1: I've never heard any of those songs.
0: Scars <laughs> to your beautiful, scars to your beautiful. That song I know. Wild Things. Are... Yeah, I, I know all these songs. But to be fair, he is 100% right that these all these artists sound it's it's crazy because there was like there was a couple female artists I feel like maybe five years ago that had these super unique voices and I really liked their voices and then all of a sudden girls just started kind of singing like that or maybe it was just that that artist became popular and then a lot of people have like a similar voice to that but I yeah. kind of that's how I feel with a lot of country music I feel like oh my god yeah I, I could not tell you I like. I can tell, if, and I've heard a decent amount of country music. It's not one of my favorite genres by any means. I'm not a huge country fan, but people are doing a certain thing with your voice. Like it is, you you are doing a certain thing with your voice, and you are trying to sound a certain way. And because of that, a lot of those people sound exactly the same.
1: Yeah, and they have like the same producers and
0: yeah songwriters
1: for some of them.
0: And that's what you get. And that's, yeah, that's what I realized also. The, the good thing with the producers you're talking about there, uh, Steed, what I realized working you know a lot with music being made for television, if you, uh, sometimes less than the artist, the producer makes a difference because they kind of have the certain vibe that they go for. And obviously they can change that from person to person, but they might have certain like voice synthesizers that they like or auto tunes that they like and things like that. And they're looking for, you know, they, they're they kind of like the director of the movie, you know, and directors yeah. of movies have certain themes a lot of times that they go like, oh, that's, I know that's a, you know, Steven Spielberg movie. Or I know that's a George Lucas movie type of thing, right? They have certain themes to theirs. Uh, it's the same yeah. sort of thing with producers, but you just don't realize it because producers are not as famous of, of as directors, but you're hundred percent right. The producers a lot of times can have the same sort of theme. So to novice point, it might not, it's sometimes less the artists and more the producers, but it is, there is a crazy number of people that sound the same. And also it's tough when you have all these artists that have like, I do a lot of '90s songs. I go back and I'm like, Oh, I thought this was, you know, I thought this was a uh, third eye blind I or I thought this was, that was guy. Yeah. three doors down or something like that. And it's like some person that had a one hit wonder. And that kind of stuff happens all the time because, especially with older songs, if these people had like one hit, you don't associate that artist with the song a lot of times because it's like they only had one hit. So I think, I think, uh, Navi, you just got to mix up your genres, maybe.
1: Yeah. Listen to some deathcore.
0: Yeah, deathcore. I think that's a genre. I believe it. Okay. Um, Let's do one more here, Steed, and then we'll save some other ones for next week. So this one is from uh, Haley. Haley's been on the show before. Steed, I sent you an Instagram video. Will you watch that now?
1: Out here, is it? What is this MTV?
0: Okay. Well, here's. You want me to be honest with you? We in the car on the way here. Yeah. It was the most exciting thing. Uh, yeah. Every time it is. Okay. So what we're watching here and what you're listening to is Angelina Jolie. Uh, this is this is actually perfect for our Nick Cage email earlier. This is at the premiere in Los Angeles, June 5th, 2000. The premiere of Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, and Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton were... I don't know if they were married or dating at the time, but they were a couple at the time either way. And they were
1: definitely banging.
0: They were definitely banging. And so at the premiere of Gone in 60 Seconds, she is just all over him. like a it's, gr-
1: it's crazy.
0: Aggressive. So this is our Billy Bob Thornton segment for this week. It's not going to be a movie review, but just... Anyway, she is all over him, like sucking on his face, uh, like while he's while he's being interviewed by MTV. Keep in mind, like this is yeah, but he's
1: he's in the middle of telling MTV that they banged in the car.
0: Yeah, so like they said, yeah, like what's some of the crazy things you guys have done, like in a car because it was about cars, and then he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, we banged in the car, we've banged in the car before. And then he's like, yeah, we banged on the car on the way here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, man, I don't, I don't get (laughs) shocking to me. Shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, That gives, uh, (laughs) I guess if I'm still single when I'm like, you know, 50, that gives me hope.
0: Yeah. He's not young during this. No. No. He's not uh, very virile. But Angelina
1: Jolie's <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: it's interesting because there was some there was like a, a article maybe like last week where somebody got in a car accident, like drove through a storefront, I think, because they were like having sex while they were driving.
1: I mean, I get it.
0: Yeah, I get. It. <laughs> and I guess, and I guess, if he's going to do it at any point on the way to Gone in sixty seconds, is you know, it's like a perfect time, especially if it was a quick. Uh, time that they were having sex. That would have been a like a sixty second yeah. reference. That would we, be a good we way. We got to do of...
1: this in sixty seconds. Yeah.
0: yeah, let's go. He might have thought you're this... probably in
1: a limo too. So the limo driver's like, uh, can you, can you stop, Billy Bob? That's a good point.
0: I didn't even think about the fact that they were probably in a limo. I, I was just picturing a regular car, but they were probably definitely in a limo. going to and approve. They
1: probably had much more room than the average car. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, I approve of this. Yeah. If it's in the limo, yeah, go for it. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Uh, But thank you for sending along, Kaylee. That's a classic. Billy Bob Thornton. Steve, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, but I, I tend to notice that couples that are like crazy heavy into the PDA or posting pictures like every day or every um, you know, like constant things like that. It always is. It's so, it's always funny when you see the breakup. Cause then it's like, Oh wait, all of a sudden they're not posting a picture every day with this person. <laughs> uh, SNL did a skit about that, like a year or two ago about like this couple that just Instagrammed all the time. And then they were like, every time they weren't taking a picture, they were like yelling at each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they had this, you know, perfect life uh, type scenario on Instagram. But I think that's kind of what, you know, sometimes you burn out too uh, too fast and they just put it all into the short amount of time that they were together. And it uh, they just, you know, the love is love is gone. Yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt.
1: Is, is Angel Angel and Brad Pitt together still? No.
0: Know. Oh, that's so sad. Very sad. Very sad. But thank you for sending along, Haley. I always, it's funny to think of Billy Bob Thornton like that, too, because you got to just picture him like this. Kind of simple Southern guy and stuff like that, but that's <laughs> yeah. then you just see like stuff like that. You're like, oh yeah, that's not not the case.
1: <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was having sex with Angelina Jolie on the way to this movie <laughs> and you're like, Damn, Billy Pop, go for it!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Steve. What's something else you want to get to?
1: Let's see. You want to do uh, Obama conspiracy?
0: Oh yeah, let's hear it.
1: Don't ask me where my head was at, but sometime last week, I was just like, man, that Obama is still up to something. Yeah. Like, he's up to something.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah. <laughs> apparently a lot of people thought that. Uh, the Internet is full, just full of Obama conspiracy theories, <laughs> like insane so i wanted to run a few uh by you yes they like some are simple others are just like nuts okay um okay so i'm gonna start it simple uh obama once married a pakistani guy
0: (laughs) a pakistani man (laughs)
1: Yeah, he, Obama married a Pakistani guy.
0: Like before?
1: Yep, his his college roommate. Uh, there's a picture of Obama sitting on his roommate's uh, lap. And Obama wore a gold ring on his left hand. <laughs> Was that his gay wedding ring? From I don't know why it's phrased as... <laughs> A Pakistani guy, but.
0: So the, the theory is that he got married in college to his college roommate. Yes. Um, and then they just, he kept it on the hush hush.
1: Yeah. I don't know why. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he married a Pakistani guy. And then, you know, he had to come take over the world. And he had to marry Michelle Obama because that's what the Illuminati wanted.
0: Oh, okay. He didn't just – it wasn't just his choice. Illuminati wanted it.
1: Um, yeah, the Illuminati
0: made him do it. I would say – I would have to see the picture to, to verify this.
1: Uh, can can I, I find it so on the online? In the picture, he's not really sitting on his lap, but he's sitting next to him. And All right, so it's a three-seat couch, right? Obama is uh, in the middle, and there's that open space on the left. He could be sitting over there on the left, but no. He's sitting next to this heavily mustached guy who kind of resembles me,
0: actually. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing this picture. I'm taking a look at this picture. Um, <laughs> them, them being married would not be my first assumption of the two of them, it seems like there's something sitting on the other side of the couch. For all we know, that's
1: couch pillows. They moved the couch pillows over there so they could sit close together.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it is married? interesting. Look at that mustache on that guy too.
0: I, the guy had a very, as a very nice mustache. We'll post the picture on Chup Step. Oh, I see. There's another picture where he's holding his hand, and he does have what looks like a wedding ring on. Um, I don't see that one young barry is
1: he's a handsome guy too oh
0: yeah he's wearing this gold wedding
1: ring even when he was president too <laughs> he's definitely married to that pegastani guy <laughs>
0: yeah i would say i would say almost 100 percent confirmed yeah seems pretty spot on and I don't, what other explanation would you have for sitting next to your roommate in a picture
1: i'm the couch i mean uh, uh, yeah
0: by the way the worst part of this picture is this looks like a very uncomfortable couch
1: it does not look like a good couch he's definitely moved up a little bit in the world it almost like maybe the pillow is somebody was sleeping on a couch it's a horrible couch it's a pattern it's got a low like uncomfortable looking
0: yeah like side It, it looks scratchy (laughs) <laughs> it was like scratchy it's for and those that cannot see their, it it's uh, yellow it's like be. a yellow paisley uh yellow and white paisley couch and it looks just kind of like a, a old grandma couch not a lot of cushion with the pillows and it like the material doesn't look good I think I think it's possible that this was you know like an annulment type marriage thing and he just didn't want to uh talk about it because the picture that was going to come up was this picture of him on a couch and this couch looks bad so
1: yeah well all right so we're talking that up as Obama married
0: a Pakistani guy I would say likely but not not confirmed It's pretty likely
1: okay next one uh, Obama secretly gave away American islands to Russia
0: we what islands
1: he gave away some islands uh, several seven Arctic islands.
0: Oh, Arctic Islands? Yeah, nobody wants to go there.
1: Yeah, guess what? That's what President George Herbert Walker Bush thought, and he was the one that gave him away. No. <laughs> <I'm>...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That I, just, don't, I don't know. That's just more that, stuff to maintain. Like nobody. Like if it's if it was an island in the you know Caribbean, I would say
1: yeah.
0: I'd be mad. But it, it's like
1: maybe Russia wanted those islands. Where, fishing now who cares yeah i say go.
0: <laughs> even I if know, it's i just go for it i don't care
1: okay it gets it's getting it's start getting a little we're getting a little crazier uh, okay. okay so obama caused the bp oil spill
0: like he was he was driving it he caused it he's
1: he made it happen how to be fair uh, I don't know exactly how... This is something Alex Jones said. This okay. is w- one from him. Yeah. It was all part of his plan of oil nationalization and a global government somehow. I don't know. I, that one's up in the air for me.
0: That, I, I, yeah, that one's not... Um, that one's not making a ton of sense to me. I could see if, if he was on the boat it was one of those things where like, you know, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, uh, he got in like some big boat accident and then like somebody died and yeah. Okay, so here's what it was. Um, so they were boating at night and <clears throat> there was a collision with a boat and they uh, a 64-year-old Florida man died. And a Canadian woman was injured, and she later died. So two people died from this kind of boat accident, and basically there was a lot of speculation that Kevin O'Leary was the one that was the that was actually driving the boat, uh, but he let his wife take the fall for it. There was that was a lot of speculation um, that was going on initially uh, with things because I think he was. He had had some alcohol and stuff like that. Um,
1: yeah. Well, it could have been the same deal with Obama. He could have been driving a boat.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Hit the oil. And then Mark Wahlberg made a movie out of it. Mark Wahlberg was in on it the whole time.
0: Yeah. I yeah. knew it. Yeah. Okay. So that one's also true. So, well, no, no. My, no, no, no. I was saying that that's only true it's if, you, true. if I, they found you evidence that he true. was on the boat. If he wasn't on the boat, I'm not buying it.
1: I, we can't prove if there even was a boat, but we proved that it's possible there was a boat and Obama was driving the boat and caused the BP oil spill.
0: I'm going to say there was definitely proof of the boat because of all the oil that was everywhere.
1: Yeah. So it was Obama.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. We
1: solved that one. Okay. I, I will say uh,
0: ne- the last thing with this boat thing with Kevin O'Leary. There was um they were saying that the boat that they hit was unlit and like basically just a boat at nighttime that was just unlit sitting out there.
1: Jay, I don't know why you're defending Kevin O'Leary so much.
0: I'm I'm not I'm not defending Kevin O'Leary. I'm just saying the facts here. I just wanted to speak <laughs> correctly on it. Do you think Obama was on that boat? I don't know. I think unrelated. <laughs> continue. Continue. Okay.
1: So, uh, do you think that Obama personally caused Hurricane Sandy?
0: Interesting. No. Uh,
1: Using a special Pentagon weather modification project, this hurricane was manufactured by Obama so that Obama could score points in the polls by managing the disaster relief a week before the election
0: oh yeah yes. and here's the thing i think that's harder to do than you would think to start a <laughs> hurricane
1: well you remember i told you about the guy that said trump had a secret space laser that deflected a hurricane away from the coast
0: oh yes yes yeah, Euro. the
1: financial planner that uh, I decided I'm never trusting a financial planner ever again in my entire life <laughs> uh, because of that guy. Yeah. Um, so the technology's out there. I don't know which side has it. Republicans, Democrats, Pentagon, you know, whoever happens to be in charge, whatever. Yeah. We know it's out there. Uh, at, uh, so at the very least, he didn't use the space laser to shoot it away from America.
0: Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. It's not necessarily that he caused it; he just didn't use the space laser to deflect it, and therefore, it's kind of like, why didn't he?
1: That's that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you agree that he caused Hurricane Sandy?
0: I agree that yeah, he should. I agree that if he has access to a space laser, he should have shot the space laser at the hurricane. Yeah.
1: Okay. Perfect. Um, Do you think that Obama actually brainwashed you to vote for him in 2000? Whatever,
0: eight,
1: yeah, two thousand
0: eight. Uh, do you think that he brainwashed people to vote for him? No. What? what well, how? How would he brainwash people?
1: So, uh, Rush Limbaugh wondered. <laughs>
0: this is insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he th- he thinks that Obama was using subliminal messages. Yeah. To uh, brainwash. Americans to vote for Obama, and Rush Limbaugh specifically wondered if that's why so many Jewish people voted for Obama in the election.
0: Because because Jewish it's, people <laughs> fall for subliminal messaging more. What's the I, rationale I, I, behind like, that?
1: Yeah, it's like he's just being anti-Semitic.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, so, so so then the Georgia GOP lawmakers. You know, the whatever. The state people held a, like, meeting. They had a briefing about Obama using mind control. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. I
0: know. Oh, I'm just... Like, the, the subliminal messaging was a big thing, like, 30 or 40 years ago. I don't think it's as effective as people think it is.
1: I don't think it was ever, like, proven effective. Well, I think, like, they used to... And some commercials have like crazy light flashing patterns, yeah. but they like outlawed those. Uh,
0: I would say, Un, I would say that one is unlikely, Steve. Unlikely,
1: unlikely. Okay, yeah. all right. I got, I got like one more. One okay, more.
0: perfect. All
1: right. <laughs> and this, this is where it gets a little wild. Sure. Okay, so in 2008, uh, a man claimed that he was at a orgy, uh, a gay sex orgy cocaine party hosted by Obama. Okay. Um, and there was also a murder. Obama killed somebody.
0: Okay. Here's my initial thoughts of that. This guy was at a cocaine party. He obviously was doing drugs. He might have thought somebody else looked like Obama.
1: Okay. <laughs> so that might be true, but it goes deeper. Okay. Because this guy actually got a lawyer and like sued him or something.
0: Yep. Well So
1: this so this this guy, um, his lawyer or this whatever, this guy alleges that he had He did coke and had sex with Obama. Okay. At this big cocaine murder party. Um, He got a lawyer. The lawyer showed up to some big press conference uh, wearing a kilt.
0: (laughs) That's always a good start. That's always, yeah.
1: And when asked, a reporter asked him, why are you wearing a kilt? And the lawyer (laughs) responded, it has to do with genitalia. If you are on the smaller side then your pants are not uncomfortable.
0: Oh my god.
1: So the lawyers <laughs> randomly
0: like, that's a
1: Where's <laughs> Where's a kilt to say he has a huge
0: dick. If okay, here's the deal. If it was that big, you wouldn't be able to wear it with a kilt, right? Without it hanging out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anything under kilt length should be able to go in jeeps.
0: I would agree with that. So already, see, this is my problem. With that statement alone, I can already tell the lawyers is lying. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point. The yeah. guy
1: also didn't pass a polygraph test. He failed his polygraph test.
0: <laughs> and that's where he would, and that's of course where he would make the argument that, you know, they're only like, a, you know, they're not like 100% effective. Yeah.
1: And uh, so that guy also was uh, – he's been in jail for fraud, fortune checks, and stealing credit card numbers,
0: okay, among other things. Well, he sounds like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a stand-up guy. So I can't imagine why he'd be lying about that. But I'm going to say that one is unlikely again.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> that one <seems laughs> unlikely, uh, only because of polygraph, though. Yeah, yeah. Because with the Pakistani guy in his past – it would all make sense. Yeah. Okay. One last quick one. Uh, do you think that Obama went to Mars using a secret CIA teleporting jump room? Uh, he's also... Because time travelers... This it, this one's a little confusing, too. Uh, time travelers claim to have met uh, Obama on Mars in the
0: future. They've met Obama on Mars in the future. Yes. Um... No, I don't think he did do that because I don't think Mars is that great of a place to be. What are your thoughts on that? I don't think Mars is, is great. I don't think we really want to go to Mars.
1: Why? You don't think we want to go to Mars?
0: What are we getting out of Mars?
1: We're getting a new planet after we burn this down. Yeah, a
0: planet that's like uninhabitable.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to plant some trees. The ice caps will melt. There will be rivers and I'm, lakes. But the atmosphere will form. We're going to terraform it.
0: But like you could just do that in in uh, like you know Antarctica. Like if you wanted to live in a shitty no, place. No, we can't
1: do that in Antarctica because Antarctica is going to get Yellowstone goes off. Jay, we're done.
0: All right, all right, yeah, we're
1: done. We got to get to Mars quick.
0: That's a good point. I, but do I think Obama was up there and he just like met some from future time travelers? No, but I think maybe in the future he goes there and those people just met him at that time, but he hasn't gone yet. How about that? Hmm. Okay. All right. I think they were yeah. I think they were in a time warp, but they didn't really know where they were at time. They're rise. confused. Okay, yeah. Yes. Time travel is right. confusing. So I yeah, I think yeah. I think they were confused as well. That makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. Okay, well yeah, uh so I mean there's like fifty more that okay. I could go over, but yeah. We don't have all day. Obama's obviously up to something.
0: That's the main thing you got out of that. You know, something's not adding up, right? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I also learned a new word. Okay. Uh, So they were talking about the lawsuit or whatever? Yeah. And it was thrown out for being vexatious. I know some Um, of these words. What does that mean? It means... Causing or tending to cause annoyance, frustration, or worry. But in the law term, like if you're using it in law speak, yeah, it means denoting an action or the bringer of an action that is brought without sufficient grounds for winning purely to cause annoyance to the defendant. So it's like uh, frivolous.
0: Yes. Okay. But I like that word.
1: <clears throat> Yeah, but instead of frivolous, it's more like annoying. Okay. It's more uses like, <laughs> instead of like, I guess frivolous is, I, I would define that as more of like a money thing. Yes. Like it's a waste of time and money. Uh, vexatious would be, you're doing it just to fucking annoy Obama. You're just
0: pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I learned a word. I like that. We all learned a little something today. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. I did want to say one final thing here. We got a, uh, we got an email, and it talks about Chubstep. <clears throat> uh, here it is. This was actually from my mom. This is actually nice. Uh, this says that as of episode three hundred and ten, uh, Chubstep episodes are an average of forty-five minutes in length. That is thirteen thousand nine hundred fifty minutes, or almost ten days of time. Oh okay. God. So if somebody's been listening since episode one, you've been listening to almost 10 days of Chubstep. That's pretty crazy. That
1: is impressive. That's impressive.
0: That is impressive. Uh, so thank you, everybody, that has been listening. We really appreciate it, and uh, we hope that we take another... Let's let's make it at least a month. How about that? At least a month of your life we won't take. Or you can I would, repeat... I would you say can, we
1: can... We can bring it up to a month.
0: We can uh you can re-listen to old episodes and then get it up to a month on your own before we <laughs> yeah. record it. as we recommend. But
1: start from the beginning.
0: Yeah, again. Thank you, everybody. Uh we are going to wrap it up there to get that average minute, you know, keep it within the forty five minute range. So email show at gmail.com. rate the show on the podcast app. Share the episodes with a friend so they can take days out of their lives let uh, so listen to Shubstep. And that's it. The show's over.
1: Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.